this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey guys, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. How are you? Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by one of the OGs from one of the best. And I'm not just saying this. Anyone that listens to this podcast knows this. It's not just because you're here. I say this all the time. One of the best reality shows to ever exist in the history of television then Christina Schuler, now Christina Sinclair from Laguna Beach, season one, people. Hello. Hi. Oh my gosh, that what an intro. I love it. How are you? I'm well. How are you, David? I mean, well, it's true. You, season one, you were there. OG of the OC, what can I say? What are you, what are you doing today and where are you? Oh, well, I am actually in my parents' bedroom, in the corner of their bedroom, because I have three kids, one of them being an eight-week-old, and childcare this week was just a nightmare. So as you know, we had to reschedule from earlier in the week. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring three, all three over to my parents' house, guaranteed they can be entertained for at least 45 minutes while I have a little time to chat with you. So that's where I'm at. Listen, you are, I just had someone else this week do a Zoom from the bedroom. First we were outside on the balcony and then it didn't work. And she's like, I'm now going in my bedroom and all my kids are on Zooms and my boyfriend, you're coming in bed with me. And I'm like, this is the world we live in now, right? Yeah. You just make it work. So three kids, two dogs downstairs and we're just going to hope for the best here. <laughs> now, where are you? Are you still in like the OC area? I am. I'm in, uh, my family and I live in Costa Mesa and then my parents are in Newport Beach. My kids go to school in Newport Beach. So, um, Newport Beach is just one city north of Laguna, which is just a lot more central for working and all the things. Laguna is so um, secluded that it's like, even just to like get to target is a half an hour away. So really? Okay. It's like its own little enclave. It, it really is. Like I realize now as an adult, really what a special place it is because I, I mean, there's, I feel like it's, there's two ways in either on the highway or in the Canyon and there's no other way in or out. So, and you're originally from Laguna, like you were born there. I was born there. Yeah, they have a tiny little hospital there, and I was born there. My mom actually grew up in Laguna. Um, so, yeah, I've 
deep roots in Laguna. So we'll be back there, I think, eventually. And I'm there very often. Um, but to live right now is just not realistic. So. And is it like, because I've had other people on from Laguna Beach on this very show. Like, is it, I mean, I'm picturing it like a hippy dippy, like this is how it's been described from other other of your colleagues like hippie dippy like surfer town that's really what it is it is absolutely a surfer town and then we're known for our art so we have art festivals all summer long um we have the pageant of the masters we have the sawdust festival so it's really an artist town it's very eclectic like there's no um franchises are not allowed in laguna um it's it's very unique that it it's just yeah, every, everything is one of a kind, I would say. It's kind so of like, I, I don't know. I think that's know. probably... Go no, ahead. go on. No, sorry to interrupt you. I was just going to say, I think that's probably one of the things that made the show so um, unique and interesting. And as you say, one of the best, because it we really are such a tight-knit community. I was thinking about it this morning, how with every single person that I was on the show with, I have deep ties to. I know their whole family. I have memories for years and years with them, even before the show started. So, And that's what I found out, too, through interviewing some of your colleagues. So, like, the whole high school is, like, tiny, right? Yeah, we had, uh, I think, about 800 people in our entire high school, and then 200 in our graduating class. And then there's only two elementary schools in all of Laguna Beach, one middle school, and one high school. So you're, I mean, a lot of the people that graduate senior year were together all the way through kindergarten, so. So like you knew everyone, basically, for real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I said, I have very significant memories with all of them throughout. I mean, for years prior to the show. Which is probably why it made it such a good show. Cause you know, now it's like, that's one of the biggest criticisms about like housewives and other shows, you know, with rare exceptions, like they're casted and yeah, you have your entry into the show about your quote unquote friend, but it's like, you met this person two weeks ago and now you're going to film together. So maybe they told you to have a dinner together, which is fine. Yeah, I think, I think the other thing that was so special is, um, we just, we just had a look and reach reunion that actually is, um, airing today on Steven's, Steven Clady's Instagram. Um, but as I said on there, I think another thing that makes our show so unique was that it really was the first reality TV show. So like, I know for me and a lot of the other cast members, we thought we were going to be on like a true life or really there was only real world at that point. So we didn't even know what we were signing up to, what we were doing. And so I think now, like if, if we were to have the same experience, it would be totally different because we know like, oh, if we cause a little bit more drama, it's going to do this. So everything was just very authentic because there was nothing that we could compare it to nothing that the producers or um, any of the film guys were trying to replicate. So totally. I mean, that's exactly the scenario that I was been told and I would agree with like, really it was the real world. That's the only thing you really could look to at that point. Yeah. We actually had, um, I think our initial contract that they gave us, which almost all of us were under 18 at the time was the real world contract, which said, you know, you can have, cameras in your room and, and we'll be filming you 24 seven. We'll have hidden cameras. And of course all of our parents were like, uh, no, 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 no. So they had to go back and like rethink like, okay, how can we do this in a way that's going to be appropriate and still, um, serve a purpose. And is that true that like in the beginning, not even you guys not knowing what you were doing, but like, did the producers and MTV not know, you know, like thinking like this might be a true life, just like the life of a high school student. Or did you think, um, did they always know? Sh- I'm not sure. I would like to think that they ha- definitely had a plan. Um, but I don't think anyone really knew the success that it would have. Um, us included. Like, I'm still shocked that, like, you wanted to interview me. That people still stop me and say, oh, I think the biggest question I get is, are you still friends with everyone? And it's just so shocking to me that it still comes up that people still recognize me. They're like, Oh, were you on that show? I'm like, yes. Like that was so long ago, but yes, I was. They do. Like you still get stopped around. Oh, I do. I mean, I don't, I don't get it as much thankfully because I was not prepared that I didn't like, I actually did not like the 
the fame. I, um, which is interesting because I wanted to be an actor and, um, I apologize if anyone's watching who like approached me, but I think for like several years after people would be like, Oh, are you Christina from Laguna Beach? I'd be like, Oh no, but I get that all the time. <laughs> like I was, I don't, it was rude. I was, I shouldn't have done that, but I was really, so and I think part of that was just being so young. So you really? literally were like, no, I mean, I, I, I get that I look like her, but it's not me. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh yeah, I get that all the time. Nope. Not me. <laughs> And I feel bad now. I should have been like, oh, yeah, that's me. I think a lot of it, though, I just didn't want to, like, go through all the questions again. Interesting. Because I always, like, I just think the concept of fame and, like, people's relationship to it and how it's a draw. I just think all those concepts are so interesting. So, like, you just really were fine living a normal, like, so, quote, unquote, you know, air quotes. You didn't really want to say, yes, it was me or anything like that. Yeah, I think, like I said, I think I was embarrassed. And then I think the difference between being on a reality show versus like a different kind of a celebrity, it's like people think that they know you personally. Whereas like that was just maybe a little glimpse into my life where if I was like on a show playing a character, it would have been a little bit more like, oh, can I have your autograph? Sure. And that was it. Whereas like they want to talk to me about X, Y, Z because you know, they know a little bit more about my personal life. (laughs) Totally. So when you were, you know, in Laguna Beach, minding your own business, you know, and like MTV came in, because at that point, MTV was the leader in reality TV. Were you freaking out? Were people freaking out? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, so my best friend on the show is Morgan. And I mean, it was my senior year. So um, at that point, senior year, we were kind of over it. But we hear MTVs at school and they're doing interviews at lunch or break. I can't remember. So Morgan and I are like, Oh my gosh, like we got to go home. Like we got to do our hair. We got to change. Like we got to bring our A game. So we actually ditched um, our next class, went home. We were neighbors uh, changed and then went back for our interview because we were so excited. I mean, I think as an 18 year old, I mean, whose dream isn't it to like, be a star in your own show. So I would agree. So, I mean, is that what they did? Was it literally the whole class or was it like, if you're interested, get in line, sign up? Yeah. If you're interested, get in line, sign up. We had to like fill out a packet with some information about us on paper. And then, um, they did like an interview. They came and saw some of our homes. Um, so yeah. Was like, what was the percentage would you say that lined up? Was it like 90% or was it not as many as I might think? I don't really remember, but I would say the majority definitely was like, I want to do, I want to do this. I mean, I can't give you a percentage, but I would say a lot of people. Because to like your point, who doesn't want that at 18? Yeah, it was a dream. And even looking back now, I mean, it's great to have that as an archive documenting my senior year. You know, I haven't really gone back and watched it. Um, My husband's actually never seen it. Um, But it is nice to have that as like, here's my high school graduation. Should we watch the graduation episode? Look, kids, you know, especially if they end up at uh, Laguna Beach High School, it'll be really It'll be really fun to do that. And your husband's never been like, wait a second, let's go back and. No. So it was actually really funny. I met my husband um, while I was studying abroad and he, we were, we hit it off. We were dating and we were about to go to a party with his friends. And this was, um, gosh, like four years after the show premiered. So it was still a lot. I still got a lot more recognition And so I told him on our way, I was like, hey, so I think you should know that, like, I was on this show. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but, like, if if it comes up, like, I just, I feel like you should just know that, like, if someone says something to you or to me. So sure enough, we show up to his friend's going away party, and she starts freaking out. She was like, oh, my gosh, like, do you know who that is? Do you know what show she's on? My husband was like, oh, like, I guess that's, like, kind of a big deal. And I was like. Yeah, I guess so. But ever since then, he hasn't. I'm like, you can watch it if you want, but he just doesn't really care. How long into dating with this, you went to this party and told him and this girl freaked out? Like, when was that? That was like one of our first dates. 
Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Right. So he's like, oh, I guess people. Did he ever hear of Laguna Beach? I don't. Okay, whatever. Like, big deal. I don't really care. And then I feel like when she did that, he was like, oh, okay. I guess it was kind of a big deal. So. See, like the only, well, one of the main reasons I think producers weren't sure what it was going to be is because I always, this is just a question I always have is like, why choose seniors? Like if this is like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's true. That's that's a really good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Like to me, it's Um, like a a minute in the life and we're going to choose seniors preparing to go out into the world. If they really were like, this is, could be a hit. I would have thought they would have chose freshmen. That's just me. No, yeah, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that before. Um, yeah, I don't th- like I said, I don't think anyone really was thinking long term that it would be such a big hit. But I like to think that they had an idea that it was going to be several series long. Otherwise, I don't know why they would have needed that much material. Was or maybe it like, they started and were like, oh, we might have something here. I, I don't know. Well, that's like the other thing. I wonder if like as they were filming, they're like, wait a second. Like Lauren's connected to Steven and here's Kristen and now there's Talon. And like, wait, this is like five love triangles rolled up in one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. That could have been it. We're just so fascinating. <laughs> was it like Game of Thrones? Was it like, and do you remember like who was the first cast or was it all, it was like something posted on a bulletin board. Is this like getting into the school play or was it like, oh my God, Lauren's got it. Who else is getting it? Um, I think they just kind of all called us and said, yeah, we want to move forward with you. We want to film with you. And I want to say there were other people that they filmed with too, that just didn't really make it to the end. Um, or like didn't really make it to the show. Um, I don't exactly remember how they said like, you're going to be on it and you're not. Um, but I will say that like the people who wanted to be on it and who didn't make it, they were not very happy. (laughs) Were they like totally just why that that was it they were just wanting nothing to do with you guys or lauren or steve yeah they actually petitioned so that they couldn't film at the high school because originally they were going to be filming at school that's where they did the castings um and then after the show was cast they said no you can't film on school anymore so man high school kids are tough Brutal, especially in Laguna. <laughs> they will. I, I get it. Like I'm from Connecticut. I think it's probably a similar type of high school. Like my high school, yeah. people would cut a bitch, pretty much. Yeah, they uh, they were they were pretty brutal. So interesting. So that's what it was. Basically, you were supposed to be able to film at school, and then there was a petition, and the school was like, "Oh yeah, like we're not interested in MTV being in our classroom." Yeah, I want to even say like the the parents like through a fit which rightfully so i mean now that i have kids i wouldn't really want video cameras in their classroom i mean that's not very conducive to learning so totally and was that like were your parents you know because you're all under 18 so like your parents were just like okay if you want to do this i imagine some people might have wanted to do it and their parents said no um yeah i think my parents my parents have always been um kind of hands off when it comes to my decisions and very supportive of what I want to do. So I was very fortunate that way. And then additionally, um, my dad and my grandpa, my family had been on television for years prior. So it was more of like a natural, I don't, I don't want to say fit, but like it wasn't so outside of the box for my family. What, what were they all on, on TV for years? Um, so my grandpa was actually the first televised pastor. Really? Yeah. He had, um, he had like his church services broadcast around the whole world. So. And what about your father? And then my father followed in his footsteps, his namesake. So, and then my brother actually still is doing that. It's called the hour of power. So. Wow. Yeah. It was, it's pretty good. It's so they were probably good, like, good legacy. we understand like the power of TV and what this could be. Yeah. And it's interesting because as I was growing up, like people would come up to um, my grandpa and my dad all the time and um, like recognize them. And then my dad, after the show premieres, he's like, 
well, that's a first for me. Someone came up and asked if I was Christina Schuler's dad because he's always been used to people coming up to him saying, oh, are you Robert Schuler?" And then he's like, well, I was finally recognized for being your dad. Like, good job. <laughs> that's so funny. So yeah, it was funny. That's so funny. So like when they started like the actual filming, so like you couldn't be in schools, everyone, parents approved, like, could you tell? Cause like, right. Like there was just the real world. There was really nothing else. Like, yeah. did you, did you know what you were doing? Like, I mean, like you said, it's authentic because you didn't really have anything to compare it to. Like you weren't like, I better bring the drama. I better not say yeah. that. Like, were you aware of what was happening? And were you aware of the cameras? Um, I was aware of the cameras. I will say, like, again, none of us really knew what we were getting into. So, and I didn't really, we didn't know what the storyline was. At least I didn't. So I remember actually when I was in New York with Morgan, um, they were like, will you call Steven and see how their trip to Cabo is going? So I was like, okay, sure. And so I remember calling him, we were like in Times Square somewhere really picturesque and I'm on the phone with Steven and I'm like, yeah, how's your trip? Blah, 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 blah. Like asking him like blase questions. Like you would ask a friend, like, how's the water? Are you guys having fun? Little did I know, like they probably wanted me to be like, are you with Lauren? Or are you with Kristen? Or like, what's going on? And I, I'm not going to ask him these questions. Like, so I don't, so that was one thing that I clearly remember that I was like, in retrospect, had I known what the storyline was, I would have, you know, planted those seeds and tried to ask those questions. But again, I think just the authenticity of it all was special. Right. And like, you didn't really know what was going on necessarily because you, like a lot of your scenes were with Morgan. Yeah. So you didn't, like, did you know as you were filming what was going on and like, it was going to kind of be like the LC, Steven, Kristen, love triangle. No, I, really. I didn't know that. No, no. Interesting. I, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they knew that. Maybe not. I feel like that love triangle was just kind of always there. And so it kind of, for us, it was just kind of like numbing at that. Like we were numb to it at that point where we didn't realize that everyone would be so invested in it. And that's what it was? Like, it was just known around your school that this love triangle existed? I don't know around our school, but definitely in our circle, I would say. I mean, I would imagine as they talk to people, they're like, oh, wait a second. I would imagine, I just wouldn't imagine that's how Lauren and Kristen and Steven got the show. I mean, they probably were like, this is... This is yeah. A good well, and then something that didn't come out was that Stephen and I actually grew up together. So our moms were best friends throughout high school. We grew up traveling with our families. His mom is actually my godmom. So I feel like that, like that part, didn't really come out, which I'm fine with. I'm glad that I was able to kind of stand alone a little bit, if I, if I can say that. <laughs> no, you can definitely say that. So was it like clear to you that like, okay, basically this show is going to be, you know, centered around Lauren was the main. It wasn't, concept. no, it wasn't clear like while we were filming, but then after the fact, like as we got the episodes and we started watching that obviously became clear. So when you started, well, when you were filming, was there ever anything that you did where you're like, Oh my God, like, I just, please don't air that. Or, or you thought it to yourself if you were afraid to ask. Cause now um, people just, I mean, you know, I, there's a lot of stories I hear now, like, like you said, people know what they're doing. They will literally go to producers. They try to produce, like you never went to like a producer. It's like, listen, you can't show that. No, I mean, we, I was 17, 18 years old. So, I mean, how juicy can it really get at that point? We were laughing the other day because we were talking about the scene where we were in um, the nail salon and it was like so dramatic because we were both there at the same time. Like that was the drama at the time. Like, and now, I mean, their fights are on reality TV. It's like next level jerry springer's type kind kind of yeah (laughs) when you started watching the episodes like you know you got the screeners before it came out like week after week were you like just as on the edge of your seat as the rest of us like were you happy with your own edit so to speak or do you ever have like oh i don't know this isn't exactly how it happened or why am i being made out to seem like this 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, but he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to Bad Badlandsranch.com slash velvet in order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season, and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new croc style sandals, I embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long long and you can too. I love Crocs new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. Their Brooklyn sandals, they're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at Crocs.com. Just use the code SANDALS20 at checkout. That's SANDALS20 at Crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I'm Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. Um, a little bit. I think I, I was proud of the person that I represented on the show. Um, I think for all of us, it's kind of just like a little snapshot of our personality. And I think that that goes probably for all reality where you just kind of get one side of a person, um, and not the whole thing. And so I definitely liked who I was on the show, but I don't think that it really showed all of me. I mean, I've heard a lot of people say they're glad, um, from my cast that we didn't have confessionals. And for me, I wish that we did have them because I feel like it gives you so much more of the person's personality. Interesting. See, I, you never thought about the senior thing. I, I never thought about that actually. Which part? The confessionals that I oh, never yeah. thought about that, that like, yeah. And you almost wish there was, cause then you could have almost explained like a backstory. Yeah. I just think, I just think like the confessionals is where you really see a little bit more of their personality where it feels like you're talking to them. Whereas, um, in Laguna, we didn't have that. It was all with each other. And then it wasn't scripted, but since we couldn't be with them, since we couldn't have the cameras with us all the time when we, when they were with us, they wanted to talk about specific things. So it would be like three weeks after the fact, talk about what you're going to wear to prom or talk about, you know, your trip to New York. And we're like, but we already went on our trip to New York. They're like, no, no, just talk about what you're going to do there. We're like, but we don't. So in that way, 
it felt a little bit, some, some of the scenes I will say, I felt like a little bit forced. And again, we didn't know what we were doing. So when they were like, can you walk in the store again? We're like, why? Like, come on. That's so like, we don't, we're over it. Like, can we move on? So. And you're like 17. So you certainly don't want to do something over. Yeah. No, we're like, let's just keep going, please. And I will say though, that, that a lot of like the group scenes were more authentic where it was, they were, the cameras were further away. We didn't really know. You kind of forgot that you're on camera, that sort of thing. Did you feel other than, you know, like talk about prom and it happened three weeks ago, did they ever, you know, like stage stories of like, listen, I think you should, you know, I don't think you should be happy with Lauren today. Go over there and, you know, tell her you're not happy. Like it was never like that. No, I know. I think they would, I'm trying to remember. I think they would like plug questions like go ask Lauren this or go ask Kristen this. Um, but no, I don't remember them ever feeling like you should be mad because this happened or that happened. I don't remember that. No. So Laguna Beach, because listen, everyone knows, I mean, it's admitted, it ended with, you know, a soundstage and the things being taken away. Like, you know, the hills, everyone knows, was not a real, so to speak. We would like, I say that not in a shady way, but just like a sliding scale. But it sounds like Laguna was a whole different animal. Like it was authentic in that sense. At least my season. Yeah. I think it was as authentic as reality TV can get. We'll put it that way. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Who were you closest to at the, like other than Morgan, like, was it Steven just cause you grew up together or were you really truly close with like Trey and talent and everyone I mean like I said I have memories with every single one of them before the show ever started um I grew up with Steven um Morgan and I at the time were best friends and then we're still very close we were in each other's weddings I talked to her um regularly but you know it's high school your friendships are kind of like this I mean for a period of time Lo and I were best friends we went to family vacations together for another period of time. I remember Lauren and I were hanging out all the time. So I have lots of memories with her. And then as I feel like as a, uh, from a girl and a, and a guy relationship, I felt like all of those boys I have memories with. Um, but they, it was almost like, um, my little brothers in a little, in a way, um, because I was best friends with Steven's older sister who is still one of my closest friends so so no love triangles or did anyone else have any love triangles that the rest of the world didn't know about I will say that Talon and I were boyfriend and girlfriend for a good month before he cheated on me my junior year <laughs> and he was a sophomore at that point he was a, he was younger yes I need to talk to you guys about Apostrophe. It's a prescription skincare company for people that are ready to take their acne seriously. Now, here's the thing you guys know, prescription acne treatment really works, but it's hard to get. You have to take time off work, go see a doctor, sit in line at the pharmacy and wait for your medications. Not anymore. Apostrophe makes it easy to see a board-certified dermatologist online. You get treated immediately and your medications are delivered to your home. All you have to do is fill out their online questionnaire about your skin concerns and medical history. Then you snap a few selfies. How fun is that? And your dermatologist will get back to you with a customized treatment plan tailored just for you. It treats acne, but Apostrophe does a lot more than just that. They also can help you with your other skincare goals, like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. I filled out the survey. Of course, my I was concerned with wrinkles, so that's why I went on. Filled out the survey. Literally, somebody got in touch with me so quickly. The medicine arrived right to my front door. I've already started using it. It's just as simple as that, and you don't even have to leave your home. Listen, you get $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash velvet. So go to apostrophe.com slash velvet and use the code velvet. This code is only available to all of you who are listening to this podcast. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash velvet and click begin visit. Then use the code velvet at sign up and you get $15 off your dermatology visit. 
That's apostrophe.com slash velvet. Use the code velvet to get your dermatology visit for $15 off. It really is so easy. I'm so glad I found apostrophe. It's for acne, it's for wrinkles, it's for dark spots, really any of your skincare goals. That's apostrophe.com slash velvet. Use the code velvet at checkout and you get $15 off. Talon had game even back then. He did. He had game for sure. Interesting. That's interesting. So when you decided to do this, even though afterwards and people asked if it was you and you're just like, no, it's not me. Like, did you want fame like going into it? Like, I assume you weren't paid much, if anything. Um, I don't know that I wanted fame. Um, I, I pro- I, maybe I liked the idea of fame. Um, I mean, it was a great experience. I will forever cherish the memories. And even after, I think, was the best, where we got to go to the VMAs and walk the red carpet and do TRL, all these things that again, like is a dream for an 18 year old. Um, but no, I don't feel like I ever crave fame per se. Um, no. <laughs> was it, was it like, did people, were you guys like, oh my God. Cause I mean, this is my sick mind. Like I would think this way. There's no, there's no shade in these questions, but like, did you think like, holy shit, like we could get filthy rich from this if it works out. Well, I mean, I think that's one of the bad things and good things about not having social media at the time. I think as, again, a young, a younger person, having social media would have just been like crushing all the negative feedback. But on the other hand, you see all these people now, even who like go on The Bachelor for 10 seconds and they have, you know, multi, they have millions of followers and you're like, like what? Like they're making a lot of money off. They can't, they have the ability to make a lot of money off that I should say. Whereas for us, like had that been happening at the time, like I'm sure that would still be an ongoing stream of income, which would have been nice, which would be nice. Um, but again, it's kind of that fine line between good and bad. So <laughs> are you just like, Oh my God, thank God we didn't have social media. Thank like- God. Thank God. I mean, I was already embarrassed enough. I remember reading some of like the chat rooms at the time, just being like, oh gosh, they think I'm ugly. They think I have a bad voice. You know, and I think no matter who you are, you get the negative as well as the positive. Totally. Were you, what happened? Like, did you have any, like what stands out about the VMAs? Like, did you meet someone where you're like, holy shit, that's Brittany and she knows who I am. Or I just spoke to Brittany. We got go we were late to the red carpet so we we so first of all we got to do like all the sweets and get all the swag like I remember I got a pair of Christian Dior sunglasses that I got to pick out for free and I was like yes like I've made it <laughs> that's like a um, huge thing to like a 17 yeah, year old it was amazing and then we um we were late to the red carpet I remember and so this was when the VMAs were in Miami and they were all coming in on yachts and we were late and they were like, no, like we, you guys have to walk the red carpet. And we ended up walking right behind Paris Hilton. Cause like we were supposed to be earlier with like the smaller stars and we ended up in the back with like the big stars. And so I remember we were right behind Paris Hilton and thinking like, yes, like this is awesome. <laughs> and then, um, we got to go to P Diddy's after party. And so that was also like, I've I've made it like this is the pinnacle (laughs) oh my like uh, really like did you guys interact with Paris at all no not that I remember no what about being near her was fine (laughs) oh yeah I mean like listen Paris don't even get me started on Paris because the simple life is a whole nother one of the best reality shows (laughs) ever existed what about like how was P Diddy's after party like did you interact with him like anyone there where you're just yeah I I remember I remember like him handing out like shots like on a tray and there were there were a lot of celebrities there. At the time, um Carrie Walsh had just won um the gold medal in volleyball and I remember I played volleyball all throughout high school. And so I remember when I saw her, like she was like the one that stood out to me the most. And I went up and talked to her and I was like, I played volleyball and I love you and you're awesome. Oh my God. And of course, like, did, did P. Diddy. Hold on. Yeah. 
Okay. Sienna, mommy's working right now. I can't talk. I'm on the phone. She's like. She's knocking. No, you can't come in right now. <laughs> she can come in if you would like. I think the door's locked. She's fine. Was that like, oh my God, P. Diddy's handing out shots and like we're underage or? I, I mean, mean let's no judgment. It, that's the <laughs> let's be honest. At 18, 19 in Miami by ourselves, like we all had a good time. So <laughs> I'm sure. Are you the type to like, did you get starstruck? Like, did you ever get starstruck? Like afterwards where like you met someone just through being on the show where you're like, oh my God, that's so-and-so. Um, I, I don't think I necessarily, I, I not that I can remember. No, I, again, my, I think having, um, my dad and my grandpa, they always had, um, guests on their show. So they would always have like famous people come and they, they would interview. So I kind of grew up with, with being around that. And not even like a P Diddy was this was, I'm, he was, he with Jennifer Lopez at this time. I can't even, I can't put, I can't remember. I think this was post JLo, I think. Um, but I just remember being like, this is, this is, this is it. Like, this is, it doesn't get better than going to P. Diddy's after party and going to the VMAs in Miami. Like, I mean, that's understandable. Those are two pretty yeah. huge things. Yeah. Like I did it. I made it like done. <laughs> I, I get it. I mean, Pete, listen, you don't just get invited to P. Diddy's party, even if you're famous, like it's not. No, it's no not, small feet. No small feet. What can I say? <laughs> when you were on the show, like, because it kind of, you know, blew up overnight. Were you shocked? Like, were you guys shocked that this little show that you didn't know what it was going to be that, like, you couldn't even walk down the street, I imagine? Yeah, I remember right before it premiered, we had to go for, like, a few hours of media training. And they asked us, like, all these questions and kind of did like a psyche valve to make sure that we were like ready to experience this. And we were all kind of like, what's this for? Like, I don't understand. And then of course, a few weeks later we were like, Oh, okay. Like I get it. Do you remember that? Like that was through MTV. They were like, you guys, you guys have no clue. You better get some media. What was media training? Like, like, was it just like, you have no idea? Like, did, were they aware of what was going to happen? Like, did MTV say like, you have no idea of what your life is going to be? No, they just said, they just said, you have to go to this meeting. They're going to do some media training, kind of teach you how to deal with like the questions and the people that are going to come at you and like, make sure that you're ready and that you're prepared for it. And we we all just were kind of like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't really know what that means, but sure. Um, and then, of course, as the weeks came, we're like, oh, I think I remember them telling me that people were going to ask me about this. <laughs> and, the, and then when it, like, blew up, were you, I mean, like, even, like you said, your father was like, oh, my God. Like, so, like were your parents and you, like, just like, what's going on? Like, we get mobbed at the grocery store, at the gas station. Like, was it like that? No, I never got mobbed. Um, but there was a period of time where like, I really couldn't go anywhere without people stopping me and saying you're Christina or kind of like, like you could, you could see the looks. Yeah. And you were just like, you didn't get used to that. I guess I'm used to it. I would say I'm used to it now. And I, I feel like I would handle it a lot differently now just because I'm that much older and that much more mature and able to more comfortable in my own skin, I would say. And were you guys like high-fiving each other? Like, holy shit, like we're a big deal. Like, did you ever believe the high, you know what I mean? Cause like, it's easy even at any age, but I think when you're 17 to just like believe that you're a big deal. Well, I will say that like going through it with everyone that you've known forever, it felt very, um, like we were just like a team. Um, and so there was never any, I don't think like animosity towards anyone or any, I would say, what's the word I'm looking for? Like feeling conceited or anything like that, because you're not doing it alone. You're with your people and you're with 
a team of people that you trust and that you know really well. What about like the other people? And not that you're not a big deal, like you're a big deal just from existing, like not, you know. No, you know no, it's I mean. fine. I know what you mean. But what about, so like that must have made it even worse with the other people. I mean, you were graduating, so it didn't really matter. But I would imagine people were like, oh, there, that's that tight knit click now. Like you said, like it brought you together. Like, was there that intense jealousy from the outside? It was just like, oh, don't deal um, with that. Not that I remember. I mean, I, I will say that like the people that we were on the show with, we each had other really wonderful friendships outside of the show. Um, and so I don't remember having any of that. Like I really kept all of my other friendships intact as well. And you never saw the opposite where all of a sudden your friend who was like, I don't know if I'm free on Saturday night, like I'll let you know all of a sudden, like were people kissing your ass, like in your friend group? No, not that I, not that I recognized. No. And again, we all graduated and kind of moved on. So it's funny because I actually, this is juicy. I actually was roommates in college with Whitney Port. Really? Mm-hmm. So you, okay, so you slow down for a second. So, <laughs> me, so well, I mean, this is just, this isn't interesting. So you, know, you it's graduate. A twist. Twist. It's a twist. So you graduate, and then I have some other questions about this graduation. So you graduate and you go, where'd you go to college? So I was supposed to go to school in, in Texas at SMU. And like a month before I was going to leave, um, I decided I want to stay in LA because I wanted to be an actor. And um, so I went, I did a year off. I did a junior college and then I went to USC. So when I went to USC, I moved in with four girls who are all from LA. One was from Minneapolis, but four girls I had never met before. And um, I had been introduced through a friend to them, uh, moved in with them. And then Whitney was like, Hey, I just got, went on an interview to be on a show at, I just went on an interview at Teen Vogue and they want me to be on a show with someone that, you know, Lauren Conrad. So it literally was just completely by chance that I ended up living with Whitney and we lived together for three years, the five of us girls. Did you live with her for three years before this interview? While she was filmed, while she was filming the house. Wow. So like, right. I moved in right when she interviewed just on the off chance. Did she know what like Laguna beach was? I mean, I think, I think she like, yeah, I think she kind of did some research real real quick. And so I don't don't remember. Then she did this and obviously she wanted the job. I mean, I don't know who wouldn't want the job. Yeah, she, well, she was always into fashion and I, I, I don't really know what made her want to be on the show, but, um, it was just such a funny coincidence. Did she like come to you like in that first year of like, you know, you're a veteran at this point, even though it's one season was she like, what do they mean by this? And are they like, did she ever confide in you? Um, a little bit. Like I remember... She, I remember her like asking me about filming a little bit, but not, not so much. I mean, Whitney's a smart girl, so she, she picked it up pretty quick. Interesting. <laughs> a lot to it. And then you were still friends like with Lauren and a lot of these people they went to college with at the same time while Whitney was becoming friends with Lauren. Um, so Lauren and I weren't that close throughout college and now we see each other several times a year I would say um but she yeah we weren't we didn't really talk a lot while she was filming the hills but were you so like as you were living with Whitney for three years I mean the hills went from like Laguna part two to like this is the biggest thing like on so I mean did Whitney change throughout all that like your good friend um, I don't, I don't think she changed now, but, um, it was interesting to see her shift from just not being known to being really famous. I will say that. In what way? She did how she handled crowds and fans and. I don't, I don't know. I think it's interesting just because it was almost like we almost 
almost swapped. Like when I moved in with her, she would like, everyone would always come up to me when we went out and say, Oh, you're Christina from Laguna beach. And then like towards the end, it would be like, Oh, that's Whitney from the Hills. And I'd be like, yep, there she is. And I was happy to like kind of pass that rain on to her. Really? And so you never got like jealous, like, okay, really? You're not that type of person. No, I, like I said, I didn't like it. Wow. I, I, I was embarrassed by it. And then I, um, I really always loved theater. So like, that's where I really felt like, um, when I say I was an actor, like that's where I had my passion and not, I didn't like being famous. I didn't like being in the spotlight. So. Wow. You know, cause I mean, I'm, you could understand why like people would say like, wait, I was on the same show as Lauren and Lauren blew up, you know, or no, Kristen. absolutely. I mean, I appreciate like what they've done and like that they did that, but I didn't want, I didn't want to be on it anymore. I actually, wow. yeah, I didn't, I was done. I was done with reality TV at the time. So. That's yeah. I mean, I just asked cause like, I just know where my mind would go and I would get over it. But for like a minute there, I'd be like, huh. Yeah, I will say, like, had I had, like, a product or some sort of a business that I wanted to promote, like, maybe that would have been a different story. Um, totally. And, like, I look at, like, Lauren and, like, her empire that she's built, and I'm like, that's really cool. Like, I would, obviously, I would love to have something like that, but not from, like, a jealous point of view, because I know that she has really put in a lot of effort, and all of those girls, you know, they worked really hard to get there and to do what they've done. So. Well, that's why, like, when people ask Lauren, Lauren's just like, no, like, my, her business is bigger than any contract oh, yeah. in reality TV would oh, ever yeah. be. Yeah. It's like, why would she ever go back to reality TV? She no. has, like, a real huge business. Exactly. Exactly. But I, I think to say that, like, that didn't help, that, to say that their platform on reality TV didn't help with that would I think they would all admit that that was definitely a launching point for them. Totally. And I think that's how to do it successfully, especially now that you kind of know the game. Like I always say, if I got a reality TV contract of any sort, I would literally the first day I'd be like, I mean, here are my 13 side hustles and I'm going to make one of them work. And I would literally go to work every day being like, I am nothing. I'm going to be fired this year. doesn't matter. I'm not special. And this is all about my side hustle. That that's my best advice to anyone. Totally. Well, I feel like I really appreciate that. Like when you look, look at a lot of the real housewives now too, like I feel like all of them have like some sort of a product or something that they're promoting to really kind of catapult them into like, like something that's going to last, not just your 15 minutes of fame. So that's one thing that like, if I had to do over again, I would have been like, okay, how can I use this to really catapult myself into something that will be more withstanding? Totally. Did you pursue, like, so after college, like, you know, you're off the show, you went to college, like, did you then try to pursue acting, like, full-time? I did, yeah. Um, I did that for several years, and then I just kind of realized that I didn't really enjoy it as much anymore, Um, and then it was actually really hard for me to pivot away from being a reality star, so in a lot of ways, I feel like it kind of hurt me um, in that respect, but, um, and now it's totally different. I think like a lot of people, a lot of, um, celebrities will go on a reality shows to kind of like revive their careers. Completely. Um, it's a whole different yeah. animal. Yeah. But then it was like, Oh no, you're a reality star. You're not an actor sort of a thing. And is that um, what it is? Like you went to auditions and you either put it on your resume or people said, wait, you're Christina. You are, wait, you're from the Hills. You're a reality star. What are you doing here? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say, but I just, at some point, like after I got married, I just was like, you know, I'm, I'm done with this. I don't need this anymore. Um, so I pivoted, I went into fitness. So I've taught at Equinox now for the past 10 years. I had a a fitness blog. Um, I did that for a long time. And then now I'm just kind of staying at home, raising my babies, which has been amazing. Um, and just kind of seeing what the next chapter holds. Did you love 
being in fitness and working at Equinox? I do. I love it. I miss it so much because they're still closed here. And I, ugh, I literally, it's devastating. Did you, did you watch the Hills like throughout and like the city? Like, did you watch I these shows? I didn't. I watched, I've seen like bits and pieces. Um, but no, I didn't. A little too close to home, I think. <laughs> so, uh, that, well, that makes sense. You didn't watch <gasps> the Hills new beginnings. Mm-hmm. I don't. Did you watch any of the shows like The OC with Misha Barton? Like, you know, the non... I did watch The OC. I think that premiered before our yeah. show, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, to be honest with you, I think that's why Laguna Beach existed. I think it's because The I OC was so a huge too. hit. Yeah, I think so too, for sure. So you watch that. Do you watch, like you mentioned Housewives, like do you watch, like are you a reality show person now? I do like the housewives. I feel like it's like just my little escape from my reality where I can be like, Oh, I'm not that messed up. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like the housewives. What other reality TV do I like? I, I like the bachelor, the bachelorette. Do you uh, watch selling sunset? It's Adam DeBello. Oh, I don't. Oh, it's, I should watch it then. It's let me tell you. It's good. Well, it feels like that. Like, I don't know if you watch Million Dollar Listing LA on Bravo. This is like it. Well, it's Adam DeVello. So it feels like the hills, but it's like gorgeous, gorgeous women selling real estate on Sunset. It's, do I I need to, do I need to say anything else? And it's like real estate porn and like the houses are gorgeous. (laughs) And of course. All right, I'm sold. And it's the same as the hills. I mean, it's more real per se, but it it has that like the cinematography, like I'm telling you the way they do the music, you will like, if you didn't know, you would probably have watched half of an episode and been like, wait, is this Adam? Like that's, it feels like the hills that much, but it's not, and it won't give you any flashbacks or anything. It will just, you will escape into a world and you will be thanking me months from now. All right. That's my new binge. I'm ready. Do you, do you know any of like the OC housewives or any of their children? Um, I've, I've crossed paths with them. Um, I don't, I don't know them personally though. What's your favorite? Like, do you have a favorite housewives? A favorite housewife, or like um, a franchise, or like the franchise. Yeah. I think I like Beverly Hills the best. That's a that's a good one. Yeah, I think I like Beverly Hills the best. I really only watch Beverly Hills, um, New York, and Orange County, and I like watching Orange County because I like to see like where they're going. I would say that's like the that's best what part. I love about New York is when you're like, oh, yeah, of course like, they're oh, going. Oh, to- I've been there. I was just yeah. there. Oh, where are they now? Like, why are they there? Or whatever it is. It's so. interesting to see. Do you watch like a lot of TV, like non-reality? Like, do you have any favorite shows? I don't get a lot of time to watch too much TV. I do really love to watch TV though. Like, if I have downtime, like that's what I like to do. It's just sit and watch TV. Um, do I have any favorite shows? I have a lot of favorite shows. Um, right now, I'm watching Emily in Paris, which is so cute. I literally watched the whole thing, and, like, I couldn't stop it. It's amazing. I, st- I, I started on Tuesday. This is when I was supposed to talk to you the first time, and we can't, and I had to cancel because my babysitter couldn't make it. And I literally started it, and I was like, I should do something else now. My baby's eight weeks. And so I was like, no, I don't need to do anything. I'm going to sit here with my baby on my chest and binge watch this show. My husband came home early from work and I was like, Oh, like you're home. What are you doing here? Like I had to like jump off, up off the couch. I was like, the house is a mess. Like I've done nothing all day. Darren <laughs> star is brilliant. You're a podcast listener and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Oh, Younger, too. Younger is like amazing. Amazing. Younger is amazing even like now. You know what I mean? Like it always shows lose it sometimes after like three or four seasons. Younger. No, Younger. Oh, I love Younger. 
That's the thing. After Younger, I was like, nothing could be better. Like, this this man should just yeah. stop. And then you're like, Emily and Parrish, just as good. I know. Just Emily and good. Parrish is really good. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go home. I gotta get back to Emily and Paris. <laughs> well, we're almost done. But, so do you, I mean, to your point in the beginning that everyone asked you this, like, do you keep in touch with all those people, like Lo and Lauren and Tal? Like, do you keep in touch with the whole gang? Kristen, too? I mean, she was a so junior. So we... I saw all of them. We had a reunion, which was pretty fun. Um, I see most of them. I've seen most of them fairly frequently. I'll I'll say that without naming names. But um, I will say Lauren, Steven, they're probably the two I see the most. You're like the closest to them right now. Yeah, I actually haven't seen Kristen in years, but... You didn't, and you didn't watch Very Cavallari? I did not watch Very Cavallari, no. It was good. It was. So this reunion, that's the reunion that we've all heard about, that if like 500 people sign up to vote. Yeah, apparently we surpassed 9,000 people who wow. responded. I think it's on Steven's Instagram. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. And it was all it was all of you, like Kristen too, like the, all the originals? Yeah, all of the original cast was there. And it was a Zoom. How long did it last for? Um, I mean, I by this point, have... everyone's going to have seen it already, but I'm just curious. I think it was like an hour and a half or so. And then I don't know what they edited it down to. I think I just, I think it's like 30, 30 minutes or so. Are you shocked, you know, that Lauren could put something like this up and you get 9,000 people. And like you said in the beginning, here I am excited to chat with you. Like, are you just, are you shocked or you're not shocked anymore about the power of this show? Um, I'm, I'm not shocked because I mean, you look at Lauren, you look at Kristen, I mean, they're two huge celebrities, two huge influencers, even still. Um, and so it doesn't really surprise me now. And like that picture that Kristen put on Instagram. Oh my gosh. You don't understand. Cause what I do, I get calls like to give comments for sometimes. And as soon as that happened, I got a thousand calls of like to make a comment and like I get in my own world like I'm recording shows I'm like what are you talking about and then when I hung up I was like oh my god I was like this is but then you step out of it and you're like (laughs) so you so you like because you didn't keep in touch with Kristen like you never met like Jay Cutler or anything like that no mm -mm, no but no Morgan and I are still I mean, she's one of my closest friends. Our families are together all the time. Our husbands are friends. She recently just moved to Charleston. So we're, we've been planning a trip to Charleston, which got postponed for obvious reasons. Seriously. But, um, and you think at some point, I mean, you know, Newport's great, but like you think it's a possibility that your kids might end up at Laguna Beach High School? You know, that has always been... Um, my husband and I both love Laguna. There's just something special about it. And we lived there when we first were married. Um, so that's always kind of been our goal is to go back to Laguna. Um, also, the school the school system is just really good there, too. I mean, Laguna with an 800-person 800, 800 public high school, I mean, you can't really beat that where you know all the parents. Um, but I don't know. I mean, there's something so so much more accessible about just being, you know, 10 minutes north. just a little further north so totally when your kids are older do you think I mean well your husband hasn't even seen it maybe he could join but do you think you're going to sit them down at some point when they're old enough and say like you know like it's just to see mommy back when she was young I don't know I can't imagine they would want to see it but I, I don't know that could be fun get some popcorn and have a family family binge fest. <laughs> I'm just I'm just giving you ideas of like, you know. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. And then my final question is like what would you say? Like when you look back on this time on your life, you know, like what would you say? Like that time was like how do you remember this experience? Like most people don't have this experience of blowing up, yeah. being on a show, filming with like your best friends at the time. Yeah, I will just say I mean, I'm so grateful that I had that experience. What a privilege. I mean, how many 18-year-olds get that opportunity? And it just literally just fell in our laps. Like, we didn't have to do anything except show up. And the attention that we got from that was just 
I mean, it, it was incredible. It definitely catapulted my life in a different direction. I didn't go to Texas and I ended up at USC. I did a study abroad program and met my husband and, you know, all of these things happen in our lives for a reason. And I really feel like that is just such an amazing chapter of my life um, that I may never escape being 18, but that's okay. It's part of who I am. And I've kind of embraced that as part of my identity and my story. So, And do you love this part of your life, just being a mom and having a newborn and just staying home and just like, you know, you've like... I'm not diminishing like an acting career and fitness. Like you've done a lot since then. So. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I wouldn't trade it for anything. My kids have given me just so much purpose. I love being a mom. Um, I love being able to spend as much time as I want with them. Um, sometimes too much time. <laughs> right. You're um, like, David wants to talk to me. Thank God I can take an hour and escape. Exactly. I'm like, I got to work kids. Sorry. I got to go. <laughs> It's <laughs> if this is a job, but, um, but no, it's, it's, it's wonderful. I'm feel very, very blessed and very fortunate. And like, honestly, isn't that what it's all about at the end of the day? Like real 100%. friends and real family. So 100%. Like, well, that's, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. You seem happy. Like I really appreciate, you know, I know, thank you for rearranging the childcare. Thank your parents for watching your children. It's my pleasure. This was so fun. We have to stay in touch. I'll DM you on Instagram, but where can everyone find you? Um, I am on Instagram, Christina Sinclair. I don't really post that much about me. It's really all about my kids, my family. I don't post very often, but I'll post the Laguna Beach reunion. How about that? <laughs> okay, that's that's fair. But in people, I'm sure, want to tune in and see your kids and what you're up to in life. So everyone yeah. needs to follow you. So awesome. Good. I really appreciate it, Christina. Stay in touch. Thank you for bringing us back. Um, good luck on everything you're doing now, and we'll keep in touch. Thank you, David. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Anytime, and we'll talk soon. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.